slightly shorter rollover easy we're hitting some technical difficulties so this is 
we're live in the library right now, but you're not hearing us live. No, no, no. If you're listening to us, this is over a recording. Hello from the past. <laughs> um, the past is a great show for you today, though, because we're here at the public library, because the library's amazing, and our friend Kate Patterson's going to come join us, and then the city librarian, Michael Lambert's going to join us, yeah. too. Yeah. It's going to be a good crew. It's going to be a good show. And then this weekend is the Night of Ideas. It's the Night of Ideas. It's a good time to be at the library. It's a very good time to be at the library. Is there ever a bad time to be at the library? Before it's open. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like this. I kind of do too. It's quieter than There's normal. not a bad time to be at the library. No. No, there's really not. It's like, when do you not want to eat a burrito? It's like, I don't know. Why would you ask that? <laughs> I always want to eat a burrito. And especially at the library, but I don't think you can have food in here. I don't think you're supposed to either. No. I feel like we got away with one with coffee in here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Living on the wild side. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, let's give the people the weather, and then we can start drinking some coffee. Let's do it. All right, well, one word weather is cold. Yeah, definitely. Very, very cold. Um, it is currently San Francisco. What temperature do you think it is outside? 44. 46 it's getting wow. warmer 46 okay okay low of 43 today although it feels much colder yeah it feels like it's probably 41 yeah yeah and a high of 54 uh looking towards the weekend it's not gonna get warmer than this for the next week the next time it's above 55 is next saturday wow um it's gonna be sunny today and tomorrow but then saturday through all of next week it's just rain 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 wow incredible hopefully it'll start snowing <gasps> there's been so many good snow pictures in the mountains in the past week my mom was sending me snow pictures from los angeles what? yesterday <laughs> bring it here truly, Earth. truly wild <laughs> truly wild <laughs> Uh, the sunrise today was at 6.41 a.m. Uh-huh. The sunset. I'm not going to tell you why, but I think I'm going to get this right. <laughs> 604. 604 is ah, correct. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Congratulations. I think we're only a few weeks away from daylight savings time. Yes, I think you're right. Which will be very exciting. Definitely. So, uh be prepared for some more sunlight in your future. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a jam for the people? I do. We're going to play Library Magic by the Head and the Heart. I have not heard of this song. We're in the library. <laughs> and Head and the Heart's great. This seems very fitting. We'll be right back, San Francisco. All right. We love you. Drawn to that sort of library magic Whispering through the dusty aisle Watching all the thinkers read Trying to keep a grown man quiet It's like pulling teeth on a winter's eve Cracks and holes and unfamiliar roads I'm on this one to find out As you guess and brothers arrest Can't stay up in the cloud of eyes Listening to my every move Just trying to survive Self-imposed adventure that selfishness drives I can barely keep my head above the blue Trying to keep it off me and you But I can see the sunshine's rays Gleaming through the clear water Telling me God I've been for this chapter's right There will always be better days There will always be better days 
what we do Trying to weave the patterns for me and you Trying to make the grasses breathe And a grown man cry Truth in life is where I gleam Tangled up in a funnel's wind Trying to come out walking Understand it's beyond me talking Trying to come out walking Understand it's beyond me talking I can see the sunshine's rays Gleaming through the clear water Telling me that I've been full This chapter's right There will always be better days There will always be better days Being alone isn't lonely Sought after like a holiday Being home is my vacation Postcard dreams of a full-size bed Quit the band one too many times Tears enough to get a rise Get up in the next morning For another drive That's a promise, the best advice Library here somewhere for you, for you and me Early Bird's got a pile of books He's trying to make audio sounds with <laughs> Oh my goodness, welcome back to the show This is Rollover Easy on BFF.FM Good morning San Francisco well, oh. good evening or afternoon, whenever you're listening. Whatever time you're listening to this. <laughs> I'm, at the li- I'm the son of a librarian. Yeah, you're. The, you, we don't want the uh, mama early bird to come over here no. and say, hey, no. keep Shh. it down. <laughs> I was reading a story last night that said that shh is the uh, universal password to the kingdom of books. Oh, Isn't that nice? That's great. Where did you read that? Uh, there was a New York Times story that I saved till last night knowing that this show is going to happen. Excellent, excellent, excellent. The, the universal password to the kingdom of books. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, welcome to Roll Over Easy here on BFF.FM. I am Sequoia. And I'm the early bird. And together we're taking you from under the covers till after coffee, now until 9.30 a.m. only on BFF.FM. Uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. Um, who do you think the first person hanging out with us this morning was? I think the very first person that woke up this morning and decided to tweet into us was that MC. <gasps> Who do you think? You're correct. Hey, oh, wrong, wrong soundboard. That MC says, good morning from the 15 Bayview Express. My listener challenge continues. Toot or tweet into the show from my bus today. You can look out for Coach 8606. Oh, nice. 8606 is the lucky coach today. Nice. So Max is going to be cruising around on this, and the challenge is tweet in from the bus. How good is that? Come on. Go find Max's bus. Go find it. I love it. Good morning, Mac. Hope you're doing well. Again, whenever you get for, what, what's the mini ticket these days? Two fifty. Yeah. So for $2.50, you can get to where you're going and hear San Francisco's future poet laureate. Oh, it's, my God. It's such a deal. It's so good. Hey, can we take a sip of coffee together? I really could use a sip of coffee okay, right now. Okay. I'm, I'm several hours in my day without any <laughs> <laughs> Just, <laughs> I don't know how you're doing it. I got you. I got you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I forgot my mug at home today, too. We're in the librarian's conference room right now, and there is a bowl, but I don't think I should pour I, coffee I into it to drink it out of the librarian's bowl. <laughs> All right. Let's have a sip on the count of three. Ready? Yep. One, two, and... Ah, that's hot. That is hot. 
Ritual. Incredibly hot coffee. That's like four barrel hot. That's four barrel hot for sure. <laughs> Ritual was a little, um, it seemed like they had some technical difficulties too this morning. You know, it's okay. Let's just be kind to one another. Yeah. Everyone wakes up with some technical difficulties every now and then. Oh, goodness. Uh, this is some hot coffee, my gosh. I know, I gotta let that cool off for just a minute. Yeah, it was scalding. Oh, that hurt. Right? Uh, ow, <laughs> right? ow. Yeah, coffee. That is crazy hot coffee. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get some more book sets in here. Oh, yeah, okay. It's, it's harder than it looks. <laughs> oh, that was nice. Oh, yeah, let's get that mic right up on those that, book sets. That was really good. These are, this is your library, San Francisco. <laughs> These are your books. You paid for them. Dude, check this one out. A free library in the city. An illustrated history of the San Francisco Public Library. That's a great book to have right. in the library. It looks so good. Oh, it looks fantastic. Do you think Kate will let me check that one out? I don't know. That one looks really special, but I hope... I think so. I think all the books here you can check out. I have some overdue books. I'm not... I'm a little concerned. It's okay. Just bring them back. That's all they want. I found one while moving. Well, you know what? They're just here to bring... Just take the book back. Okay. I, think, I don't think you get... Uh, I don't think you have to pay for it anymore. I think you do again. <laughs> I think I missed the amnesty window. I think you need to get that book back... As fast as you can. Did I, you bring it with you? I did not. Oh. I didn't want to return to the scene of the crime <laughs> with the weapon. You know, I did notice that there was a wanted poster that had a sketch that looked pretty close to what a small uh, baby bird, a uh, early bird looks like, but I wasn't sure that it was you. But now I know it's you. <laughs> Please don't turn me in before the end of the show. Okay. Well, good thing we're whispering. They can't hear us. Oh, goodness. Good morning goes out to Thomas Rogers. Hello, Thomas. Hello! Thomas sends in a beautiful shot from a early morning in Bernal and says, good morning from the top of Bernal. Man, early morning at the top of Bernal sounds like the way to be. To be. I know, with a cup of coffee already? Wow. Is this from Martha Brothers and Noe? Wow. Thomas. What's the earliest you've been up on Bernal? <sighs> I want to say that I almost stayed the night over on it one time. Really? Yeah, like years and years ago, but uh, probably not sunrise. I don't think I've done sunrise there. Yeah. What yeah. about you? 11 a.m. I don't yeah, know. Maybe yeah. earlier. Thomas has us beat as his picture, as he tweeted in at us, at 6.42 this morning, but the picture looks like it was taken before then. That's insane. Thomas, you're a wild one. Uh Say hello to the coyotes for us. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, goodness. Also, let's take a look at Mastodon. So he's tweeting in ass. Who's doodling? Let's see. Ah, good morning goes out to Galen. Galen says, good morning, rollover easy, to which we reply, hello! good morning to you as well. It's looking good there as the early bird cues up some more ASMR from the, uh, from the microphone. Here, let's turn the volume up on this thing. Gotta get some good book sounds. Okay, now now we're up. Now it's... Oh, wow, yeah. That's a little bit better, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, another public library book. Roll over easy. ASMR. 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 <laughs> uh, good morning goes out to Sutro Tower. Hello, Sutro. Hello! 
What a beautiful day to be a giant tower in San Francisco. Oh my gosh, I hope you're staying warm, Citro. Totally. Do you think Citro, like earmuffs on, ear warmers, a beanie, big socks? Uh, a warrior's beanie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sends in a beautiful shot, says, good morning, San Francisco, and sends in a shot looking out towards the North Bay. It looks beautiful. West towards the Golden Gate uh, Bridge and Golden Gate Park and up to the Myrn Headlands. What a beautiful city we live in. So nice. I even see uh, what appears to be maybe some crabs out there in Bolinas. Oh my gosh, some meaty clackers. And then, so earlier today, our problem was that we thought we were broadcasting live, but we weren't. And uh, the show that was playing underneath, the show that people are listening to live right now, is at the Ferry Building. Oh, really? And uh, Sutro Tower tweets in, or uh, I don't know, Mastodon's in, Uh, Woolly Mammoth's in. Yes. And says, you won't be catching me anywhere near the bay. Hey, good morning. Good morning. You can come in. You can come in. <laughs> come, come on in. You're fine. Come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is community radio. We're just so on the radio. Everything's just totally good. Yeah, come on in. Join us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Join us. Welcome. Are you saying good morning? Are you coming in to say good morning? Or are you going to get some coffee? Go get oh, some coffee. coffee. Yeah, yeah, come coffee. In, we're trying to make more library sounds here. Yeah. So we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, this joys. Oh, so we we're chat. The show starts at seven thirty, but then we're bringing folks in around eight thirty. Yeah, but like you know, it's just community radio. There's only degrees of correctness. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. So Sutro Tower tweets in uh, a shot saying, "You won't catch me anywhere near the bay," with what appears to be some old uh, some old film footage of a of a creature rising up out of the San Francisco Bay and attacking the Golden Gate Bridge. And the ferry building. What movie do you think this is from? I, I was just wondering this. I have no idea, but it seems spooky. It's in black and white. I know. And the ferry building, uh, there appears to be maybe a freeway in front of it, so mm-hmm. pre-89. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure that Peter Nether have played this yeah. at the Balboa Theater, and the, we just weren't there for it. I think you're probably right. <laughs> preceded this was Stephanie showing the crews working on the very Oh wow, yeah, that. see it. Stephanie, what a shot, my goodness. Yeah. Stephanie says, Good morning, to which we say good morning to you too, Stephanie. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> Stephanie says good morning, roll over easy. Check out the new crew. Check out the crew on the San Francisco ferry building. Restoration lifting pieces of scaffolding one by one all the way up. Talk about a workout. Oh, my goodness. Do you think we could get some old molding from the top of the ferry building? I hope so. You know? That molding looks so cool. Just just give us some little piece of the ferry building. Just something. Kind of like how we got uh, bits of the Golden Gate Bridge in cufflink form. I know. I know. Um, how the secret alley has, like, the same bits of the uh, curtain that was at the El Capitan Theater. Mm-hmm. If you're going to whisper the whole time, I really got to turn your levels up. Are you going to whisper the whole time? I'm in the library, Sequoia. Of course, I'm going to whisper the whole time. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to disturb okay, the other okay. readers. I'm going to turn mine down. I want to point out that this was down. your idea to do a whisper show. I love the whisper show. <laughs> okay, I got your volume all the way up. Oh, goodness. Well... Uh, also, good morning to Visions of Napa. Hello and good morning, Visions of Napa. Hello. 
who says, embedded in my childhood memories is the giant kraken that messes up the fairy tower in the movie. It came from beneath the sea. It came from beneath the sea. Thank you, Visions of Napa. Okay, good to know. Putting that on my list. I know you're a big movie guy. Have you seen this one? I know. It's it's on my list, though. I've got a big spreadsheet, and the spreadsheet has all the movies that I want to see, and this one's on that list. also goes out to Claire and Posey. Hello and good morning, Claire and Posey. Says using my library voice to wish you a very quiet good morning. I love the library. Mm-hmm. We do too. We do too. And uh, a few folks are tweeting in at us. Uh, let's see. Uh, Phil and SF says no sequels here. Roll over easy and tweets in a nice mug shot this morning. Uh, it looks like maybe a Giants a Giants colored mug? Yeah. What are you thinking? Mm, I don't know. Are you on Mastodon? I'm, I'm switching over right now. Uh, it's, a, it's a good looking mug. I like it. Good morning, Phil. Oh, yeah. That is a good one. I think it's, um, it's not a Giants one, but it's something. It looks familiar. Yeah, definitely. Why does it look so familiar, Phil? <laughs> Also, good morning goes out to KT. KT on violin says, Roll over easy. I thought the sequels were being very rude in the library. Glad to hear they aren't disturbing readers. So again, uh, we're having some technical difficulties. So the show that's playing right now live is Us at the Ferry Building. But the show that's being recorded live is Us at the Library. Yeah. Uh, a good morning also goes out to Paul Valdez. Says, Sweet morning. Roll over easy. The sun is up, the sky is blue, and it's beautiful. And so are you. Paul Valdez. Look at these books and videos. He says a picture of uh, Harvey Milk, Messenger of Hope, Critical Mass, Bicycling's Defiant Celebration, Nice. and The Streets of San Francisco. Season 3, Volume 1. I gotta watch this. Totally. Paul, I'm coming over. I'll bring the popcorn. Can you eat in the library? I don't think you can eat in the library, can you? No, I don't think so. We're going to have to watch these at Paul's house. Absolutely. Uh, and then Thomas Rogers, good morning, Hello. is asking for a Streets of San Francisco group viewing event. Ooh, that's a good point. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I would love to do that. And then he paid, pings uh, the boat, the Balboa Theater and Peter Hartlob. And Paul says he's done it before on his stoop. How great is that? And uh, David Gallagher, also hello, goes out to you this morning. Tweets in with an appropriate picture. <laughs> Says, sounds good, buddy boy. <laughs> Absolutely love it. What, what, what? They're on the corner of Gary and something else over here. Yeah. On a cable car? What crosses over Gary on the cable car? Yeah, that's the cable car. It's right outside of um, Union Square there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably on Pal? Gary and... Um Gary and Pow, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I can see the 38 being delayed already. (laughs) (laughs) Good morning goes out to Peter Hartlock as well. Hello, Peter. Good morning. Um, Can I tell you a great David Gallagher interaction I had? I would love to hear a great David Gallagher interaction. I was at the Muni Race to me opening at Soma Arts, Uh which you must go see. It has the coolest bus. I've heard. Outside of Max. And I saw David Gallagher before he saw me. And so I get a sandwich now. Nice. Nice. How did you approach him? I walked up to him and said, it's going to be great.
I absolutely love it. Uh, David Gallagher, good morning. Hello. Someone else is walking around. Uh, the folks are showing up at the library. So again, we're in the library. We're in like the administrative section of the library. Yeah. We're in their conference room. This is where like staff meetings happen. This is where I'm guessing book clubs happen. Oh, you bet. You bet. Uh, so people are sort of like, you know, starting off their Thursdays, poking their heads in here and saying, what's going on? I see some people on the microphone. Yeah, that sound here in the background. They're making tea. Yeah, I love it. Ooh, the water's ready. <laughs> the water's ready. <laughs> Phil asks if the librarians are shushing us and Sutro Tower says, don't mess with the librarians. <laughs> Burrito says, man, librarians are tough. Librarians are just universally loved. It's true. Anyone associated with a library, whether you're a librarian, you're an administrator, you're in IT, you're in library HR, everybody loves a good library. It's Everyone true. Loves to work in the library. It's true. Librarians do it all. Love and respect your local librarian. Oh. Hi, Mom. <laughs> good morning to the early birds, Mama. <laughs> uh, and we got a new tweet in from Lisa Amon. <gasps> do you want to whisper this one? Uh, go for it. Okay. Scary how lost we are without rollover easy, but preparations underway for night of ideas in cities across our fair country. Biatch loves libraries in SM and NYC and sends us in a gorgeous picture here. Look at that. Biatch, I'm getting your piece framed right now to go in my kitchen, which feels appropriate. Nice. Yeah, we early bird and I uh, are owners, proud owners of several B. Hutch pieces now. Yeah, they look fantastic. B. Hutch, I need to re-up my warrior shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, uh, Maureen. Hello, Maureen Fortner tweets into us this morning. Hello. Hello. Maureen says, "Thanks for your efforts, you two. And yes, we'll listen later. Thanks, Maureen. <laughs> We're so close to to going live here, but uh, some technical difficulties. We're right on the cusp." We are. Uh, and Danny Scoville actually is listening in and <gasps> sent us a really good tweet last night, or a text, actually. A- and, and a tweet. She texted and tweeted. She texted us this morning. Saying that Top Chef <laughs> was in the library. I need some more details here when Kate gets here. So she was watching an old Top Chef episode in the San Francisco Public Library. I'm going to guess it was from season one of Top Chef that took place in San Francisco. Why would they be at the library, though? If I was running Top Chef, you know I'm stopping at the library for some tasty some tasty treats. You know they got all the cookbooks here. <laughs> Recipes for days. It's probably true. Also, if you watch early, early Top Chef, like the early seasons, this show's been like 20-something seasons uh-huh. now. Again, the first one took place in San Francisco. Similar to like the real world, right? Early in the show's history, it came yeah. to San Francisco. And the budgeting of the show is not <laughs> what it is anymore. So it's a joy to go back and like see a very stripped-down Top Chef set. Yeah. And a real, a very stripped-down real world. I I love the like the original stuff that's here. Yeah. Don't don't need to gussy it up for me. No, it's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, do you think we'll get another reality show sometime soon? I, I was wondering that. You know, I think that I think that it would be a good opportunity to do another reality show focused on San Francisco. Yeah. Because um, again, I think there's so much goodness that's happening here in the city. Yeah. Let's follow some people around that are trying to make a change in their communities. I'd really like one that follows the skaters around. Oh, absolutely, honeybees of the urban environment. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> now, I would watch that 
without a doubt no problems no what questions a, what other uh reality tv pitches do you have for san francisco i want somebody to follow rise up bakery around oh my gosh to see all the things that z gets into absolutely i think that would be fantastic absolutely uh following malia around as she juggles four different businesses bars gyms coffee shops and what was the fourth one uh, uh bars gyms coffee shops and the park side and the park side <laughs> how did i forget that oh my goodness so <laughs> let's get some more library stats in here oh yeah oh, you're just reading books here on the radio <laughs> oh goodness thanks for hanging out with us this morning San Francisco apologies that we're hitting some technical difficulties but really appreciate all that you're uh, putting up with us through yeah uh, can I hit you with a little news I would love some news hit you with some things that have happened week or so please okay did you know that the first woman to ever draw wonder woman uh-huh. is alive oh. and well and living in san francisco i love this she's 84 and she seems just like as spry and spunky as ever we gotta have the, she has the biggest smile in this photograph for the article in the san francisco <laughs> standard we have to have her on i shared this article with you a because i wanted to talk about this and because to your point we must have her on we got a chat with trino robbins uh it just seems like someone who's just been crushing it the opening quote was it was as soon as i could hold a crayon in my chubby hands as regards to when she started drawing i love it yeah um who knew wonder woman had such great san francisco origins i love san francisco origin stories like this i know um you know who does not have nearly as lovable of a san francisco origin story who's that matthew mcconaughey and salesforce this is a strange story (laughs) what's going on here who uncovered this bromance i think sf gate or maybe the wall street journal they're one and the same (laughs) basically matthew mcconaughey and mark benioff are buds yeah which leads me to wonder how often is uh, Matthew McConaughey choosing what goes up on top of the Salesforce Tower tonight? <laughs> you know he's asked. He's like, can we just put a Lincoln Town car up here, please? <laughs> can we just show season one of True Detective up there, please? It's so good. <laughs> like, do you think Matthew McConaughey and Mark Benioff are getting coffee at Salesforce Park? I hope so. Do they walk the loop clockwise or counterclockwise? Ooh, good question. I would imagine they walk it clockwise. I think Benioff wants to walk it clockwise and Matthew McConaughey is trying to walk it counterclockwise. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. This isn't like the worst celebrity endorsement we could have had. I don't know. Matthew McConaughey, I don't think about San Francisco when I think about Matthew McConaughey. No, not at all. But I'd much rather have Danny Clover. Like, pay Danny Clover for his opinions on Salesforce. I want Barry Bonds to be directing commercials for Salesforce. Oh, my gosh. We saw Barry Bonds this week. He looks healthy, everybody. He <laughs> looks fantastic. Barry, he's still the goat. Oh, goodness. Uh, another story that really struck me that plays into next week's Rollover Easy is the floor, the forever wave is coming yeah. to the radio soon. Is that next week or the week after? 
next week. Oh, excellent. Nicole Gluckstern. You know Nicole. I know Nicole. San Francisco knows Nicole from Bikes to Books. Uh, has done a wonderful thing here in producing the Forever Wave, which is a new eco-apocalyptic radio program. Very excited about this. This was based on a very old, a very classic radio drama called Under Milkwood, which came out in 1954 that is like the seminal radio drama of its day. Yeah. And this is a version of that that begs to ask the question, what if San Francisco had 200 feet of water? Yeah. 200 foot sea rise. What would be the new communities that popped up? What would be the new stories that happened? How would people emerge? As Nicole said, what communities will emerge in a future where our systems have collapsed and our new normal is a historical relic? What can the hilltop dwellers of the future teach us about ourselves in the now? And what are the things we can start building to to avoid that fate? Oh, I'm so excited about this. This is great. So we're going to be playing this next week. We're going to be on the rotation where it's getting rolled out too. Yeah. Um, It's going to be a different show for us, but it's part of a thing that we're doing in March, part of our Future Frisco series, Mm -hmm. where we look at San Francisco in the future, Mm -hmm. get some good guests in here Mm -hmm. who uh, are thinking about what San Francisco might look like in the decades to come. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm very excited to kick it off with something that is very different for us, but very exciting. I'm super stoked on this as well. So that's going to be next week. We're going to have a little bit of a different show as I got the MP3 of the broadcast just last night. Yeah. I'm waiting. I'm not going to listen to it until everyone else listens to it, but I'm, I really want to. Do you want me to make some popcorn for yeah, us? Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Uh, it's about an hour and a half long, so we'll be broadcasting it next week, and it's going to be basically most all of the program. Yeah. I'm super excited about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicole, thanks so much for putting this together. Thank you, Nicole. Um, and in, if you're, you know, saying I'm going to get into radio because the movie theaters are closing. Mm-hmm. Well, the movie theater on Manus is closing. So we have this radio play for you. The largest movie theater in San Francisco, no less. It's deceptively big. It's huge. It's massive. I think the thing that I really like about it is riding the escalators and looking at all the other floors that I can see from the escalators. Yeah. Yeah. I used to live around the corner from there and I once saw Michael Sarah standing in line to get popcorn. Excellent choice, Michael Sarah. One of my good San Francisco celebrity sightings. <laughs> um, this is like such a big building that I'm sure it's going to be a theater again, just under a different name. Yeah. And I hope it's an Alamo Draft House. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wouldn't that be incredible? Just, just make it one giant Alamo Draft House. The Alamo Draft House and the mission is so good, though. It's so great. It's just, it's top tier movies. It's really the best. Uh, so the movie theaters can be closing down here, I believe, on Tuesday. So if you want to go see a movie, this weekend is your last chance to go there and see a movie. Good rainy movie weekend. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, get into it. Absolutely. Good call. Good call. Um, You know, I know that you're the, our resident pasta maker. I am. Did any pasta news come across your desk this week? You know, I was, you know I'm on the pasta beat every week. <laughs> You know I'm on the pasta beat every week. The Chronicle had an article that highlighted something I did not know about one of my favorite restaurants in San Francisco, Flour and Water. What was that? They make 83 different types of pasta at Flour and Water. That's insane. That's so much pasta. I didn't even know there were 83 different types of pasta. They're still inventing new pastas every every couple of years. Do you think they serve Sarah Katz Hyman's pasta jacket? I hope so. I hope so. (laughs) 
I think her pasta jacket is a Fuseli. <laughs> it's also the hottest fashion item in uh, in the world right now. Really? There was an article about this pasta jacket, and I saw Cardi B wearing it. What? <laughs> Telling me that Cardi B and Sarah Katzheimer are wearing the same jacket. They are, and it just makes me wonder: when can I get a flower and water pasta jacket? Thomas McKellar. Tom, Thomas Keller. No, yeah. no. Thomas. Uh, Thomas McNaughton. Okay. The gauntlet has been thrown. <laughs> Make us a pasta jacket, you cowards! <laughs> you cowards! <laughs> Eighty-three types of pasta is so much. I love flour and water for that. Do you have a favorite type of pasta? The one that I eat with my friends. Oh. I uh, I make pasta at home pretty regularly. Yeah. And I'm making some pasta as a team-building activity for work in a week or two. Really? Two Wednesdays from now. Are you bringing everyone over? Or are you doing it on Zoom? I wish. We're going to do it on Zoom. But I would like to have everyone on the team over to my house to make yeah, pasta. Yeah, yeah, I've made pasta with you a bunch of times. It's an experience. You're a true bro. Hey, I like that my secret is too many eggs. <laughs> Just use a lot of eggs. Isn't that the secret to everything? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, lots of good news coming through. You got to go check it out. Yeah, I'm um, I'm ready for some pasta now. That's for sure. Definitely. Also, uh, another thing that crossed my uh, crossed my plate on the BFF beat are all the BFF.FM events that are happening this month. You got some good ones. So many. So I'll start with tonight at 9 p.m., the BFF.FM Super Smackdown at the Knockout featuring CNIC, Rippling, and Make Room DJs. Okay. Right? Nice. It's going to be so good. And then, so that's tonight, 9 p.m., the Knockout. Friday, the 10th, so next Friday, 6 to 10, it's Friday Flakeout at Casements with a niche. Oh. Are you kidding me? Take me to Casements any day, but especially for BFF. Right, on a Friday night after work, I was asking people what some of their favorite, uh, if you could make anything into an ice cream flavor, tangible or intangible, which hat tip to Devin for being the one that spurred on such a wonderful question. What flavor would that be? Somebody said, your last meeting on a Friday finishing. (laughs) I'm like, that's the exact mood that I want to go into Casements with next Friday. Absolutely. What's your intangible ice cream flavor? Oh, mine was waking up really well rested after a good night's sleep or a good nap. Oh, wow. Just waking up and feeling like refreshed before the alarm goes off. Yeah, yeah. What's yours? I'm trying to think of it, and that's hard. I think another one of my favorites is being really hungry, getting off BART at 24th, walking into Farolito, and there not being a line. Oh. If I could just capture that in an ice cream flavor, wow. I'd be so happy. That's like, it's truly a random thing. Like, it'll happen, mm-hmm. but you can't, you never know. No, no, no. Um, I think the park on a very sunny day with the birds chirping, that's that's a flavor I want. That's a really good one. Yeah. That's a really good one. But that El Farolito with no line, that's that's pretty special. I'll hit you with one. One was, is going to be going to the uh, BFF.FM karaoke night at Pop's Bar. It's that feeling when you walk in and you're next up on karaoke. <laughs> Check that out. So Pop's Bar next Sunday, next Sunday, March 12th, 8 to midnight. We're going to be at Pop's. Nice. Come bestie, and you're going to find out about all these things while contributing to the arts and culture in San Francisco. You're just not going to regret becoming a bestie. Absolutely not. It's just, it won't happen. And then Saturday, March 25th, from 8 to 11, there's going to be a BFF.FM book party at Fabuloso Books. 
Where's Fabulosa Books? Fabulosa Books. Where's Fabulosa Books? Fabulosa Books. It's in San Francisco. How do I not know about this? I don't know. I'm looking it up right now, too. I wish I had a better answer. Castro Street. It is? Yeah. Nice. Wasn't this a um, a dog-eared books for a while? Take a look at Google Maps, and I'll tell you. I love that we talked about. Uh, it good, was. Morning. good morning. Oh, good morning. You're whispering in the library. What was that? You're whispering in the library. We are whispering. <laughs> How are you? Good. Do you want to jump on the radio and say hello? Come join us. Sure. Welcome. Hi. How's it going? Good. Hello, hello. Test, test, test. Ooh, this one's good. Oh, yeah. Hi. Hi, good morning. Good morning. What's your name? I'm Christy Estrovitz. Oh, Christy, nice Christy. to meet you. Hello. Hi. Thanks for letting us broadcast from the library. Oh my gosh, I love that you're like whispering. We're in the library. He hasn't stopped this whole show. <laughs> <laughs> it was his idea though. I'm trying to it's keep a nice, a nice little pace to it. But, uh, Christy, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing really well. I'm doing really well. Just kind of settling into my work day and yeah. And kicking things off. It's fun to watch the library from this vantage point yeah. kind of come to life and kick off. What time are people here in the mornings usually? Oh my goodness! Well, security and custodial are here, you know, bright and early. Mm-hmm. Um, it really Hello. depends on if you're public service mm-hmm. um, and what your what your daily forecast is. I like to get in around eight o'clock. Ooh, um, early. Yeah, That's yeah. Nice. I, I do a nice walk in. Sometimes I bike in. Oh, the best. Yeah, Excellent. especially on these beautiful days. Here's our city librarian. What's up? Hey, Michael. <laughs> Okay, so check the, this one out. Check, check, check. If the city librarian isn't whispering, maybe I we think don't. You're have okay. To, okay. Phew. I think okay. You're okay. All okay. Right. okay. Okay. <laughs> well, not only am I the city librarian, like Christy, I'm a children's librarian. Mm-hmm. So I just have to say, Good morning, Mr. Sunshine. How did you wake so soon? You scared the little stars away and shined away the moon. <laughs> That Excellent. Is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly not your first time doing that. <laughs> City librarian and children's librarian. Which which came first? Children's librarian. Yes. I've been doing this work like Christy for a long time. This is my 30th year. Wow. And I am just more energized and excited now more than ever. I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, how did you both get involved with the library? Like, what was your your first instance with the San Francisco Public Library? I'll we let you go, go way first. back. <laughs> we, we're actually both from South Carolina. Mm. Oh, cool! And we both started working at the Richland County Library in Columbia, South Carolina. Really? At separate times. We've had like different career paths, but different institutions and also the same institutions. But we weren't able to work together until San Francisco Public Library. Very it's, cool. It's amazing. We have the same pedigree. Yep. Mm-hmm. Columbia, South Carolina. She was in the city of San Mateo. I was in San Mateo County. Um, we both worked for the Charlotte Mecklenburg Library in North Carolina. And now here we are in San Francisco. Amazing. (laughs) And like, did you work together for years before you realized that? Or was that like a day one conversation? No, I I feel like one of my early mentors, Patrice Ebert, mentioned when I moved to California in 2021, like, oh, you have to meet Michael Lambert. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, great. (laughs) But it wasn't until much later that our paths crossed. 
Because you've moved back to, to North Carolina, That's right? right? And I kept hearing about Christy Estrovitz because uh, everybody knew I came from Amatea County. This huh. is my second stand in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. And everywhere in Charlotte, they're like, do you know Christy Estrovitz? And I was like, no, I, I didn't know her. But um, yeah, I think when I started here in 2014, we were talking, and that's when we figured it out. Amazing. Excellent. I'll swap your mics. Take okay. This one instead. All right. Cool. So it's been a minute. Y'all have been y'all have been readers. What's what's a what do you first remember reading? This is maybe like we'll start off at the beginning. It's like what's an early childhood book that spoke to you that maybe in today's world still speaks to you, or one that you you can still sort of like pull off a shelf that holds a good memory from early in your life. Oh, for me, it's like The Very Hungry Caterpillar. Mm, Like, that's kind of an early day book that I remember just, it's still on my bookshelf. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I have vivid memories of that cover of the book, Why Mosquitoes Buzz in People's Ears. I remember, like, going to story time in my school media center and, like, maybe kindergarten or first grade, and, of course, Where the Wild Things Are, Mm. Marie Sendak. Those are excellent ones. Yeah. And I assume that you make sure that those are well stocked here on yeah. the shelves. <laughs> of They're course. Classics. They're <laughs> classics. I remember um, going to the library with my grandmother in South Carolina who had, you know, like a third grade education. And, you know, we went on a regular basis with her. And occasionally there would be a special film program. Mm. And it was picture books turned into like short films by Weston Woods Productions. And they're just so beautiful. So I have this, you know, charmed experience of being with someone that I love, being a safe place, checking out books, but also like being introduced to like media as well, Mm -hmm. like age appropriate media. Libraries (laughs) are so much more than just books. It's true. Yeah, it's true. I feel like I'm consistently learning about a new thing that you can check out at the San Francisco Public Library. Like what are some of the things that you can get here besides just books? Uh, LPs. Mm hmm. Excellent. I did not know that. That's get, my get a record. thing today yeah. about what I can get from <laughs> like the library. Tangible goods. Um, you can probably get a STEM kit, you know, an activity kit. Yeah. So many oh. of our branches are so creative where you can get a make and take craft kit. Um, and I love, I love my device. I love Hoopla. Downloading Hoopla. Like you, everyone mm. in San Francisco has a library card or everyone in California has a library card can listen to Lizzo at the same time because of Hoopla. What? And the San Francisco Public Library. Yeah, it's pretty great. I've learned two things. I know. This is, I'm downloading it <laughs> right after this. For free. Wow. Okay. Uh, my wife came home the other day and she goes, did you know that you can get state park passes at the library? And I was like, yes, I did actually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is excellent. Uh, Mike, what about for you? What's, what's something that else well, that you can check out? I just out have here? to echo what Christy said, you know, the revenge of analog. We have vinyl here. We are your vinyl destination. Um, you can check out museum passes to all the incredible cultural venues, SF MoMA, Asian art museum, Uh, You mentioned the state parks passes. Um, I would say you can check out a transformational experience as well, because our operating vision the past few years has been something that we call connected community. Mm -hmm. And it's all about fostering shared experiences to bring our community together. And that is one of the unique value propositions as the public library. We are the most democratic of institutions you know, free and open access to everyone. And just to put it in perspective, 
you know, historically people, we've been this, um, the People's University providing access to books for people that can't afford them. And, and that's still a core service line. But we, we've been moving away from that transactional check-in, check-out uh, service model and thinking more about experiential and transformational experiences. Mm-hmm. So um, we offer over 15,000 programs, events, classes, exhibits, wow. A year. Wow. And, you know, pre COVID, we were drawing half a million people to our 28 locations to participate in all of these different events. Uh, I know we're a little bit later. Kate Patterson's going to come in, our our marketing and communications director, and we're going to talk about Night of Ideas. But that's another great example of activating the library, having Mm -hmm. 5,000 people in this building all at once Mm -hmm. to engage with one another. Uh, so that's really um, what we're all about, is is how can we bring our community together and engage with one another and just um, really enjoy their public library. What an impactful transition from something so transactional to something that builds community in the place that you're in. What a beautiful, what a beautiful uh, sort of transition and, and movement in that in that direction. Thank Pretty you. Cool. Thank what, are, you. what are some of the responsibilities or what are the, some of the things that you're focusing on on a daily basis as a city librarian? Is it bringing in and fostering in those programs? Is it big picture things? Is it more tactical? Like, what are you, what are you thinking about in the mornings? Well, Christy knows over the past three years, we've been focused on helping the city recover. Mm-hmm. You know, during the COVID pandemic, our staff was relied upon more than any library workers anywhere in the country Mm, you know san francisco fared much better than other major cities uh, with covid but we had over half of our staff activated as disaster service workers they were serving on the front lines as contact tracers staffing food pantries staffing hotels sheltering people experiencing homelessness so from the day we closed march 13th of 2020 it took us 30 months to get our library system back to where we were and all 28 locations open seven days a week, delivering the level of service that our community deserves and expects. So we're very fortunate in November, 82.58% of voters voted to renew our funding, the Library Preservation Fund. Love it. And Thank love you, it. voters. Yes. <laughs> and you can't get San Francisco, 80% of San Francisco agreed on anything. But the, the library, we're like, we're here for it. Yes. And, and thank you, Madam Mayor London Breed. She added another 10 years on top of what historically has been a 15 year renewal. So now we have nice. 25 years Great. of Excellent. guaranteed Excellent. funding. So now what we're focused on is strategic plan. We're going to be doing community engagement in all 11 supervisorial districts this year, uh, deep employee engagement, and we want to develop a bold new vision for San Francisco Public Library and really demonstrate that we're going to be good stewards of the community's resources and this incredible investment that the community has made. I love that. What does that look like, do you think, as you kind of get into it? I know you're at the early stages, but I'm sure you have some ideas of um, what those 25 years could look like. Well, for me, it's very simple. We exist to help people live their best lives in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, we want to help people attain a brighter future. So the library, no matter what age you are, this is a place where you can start. Whatever you're working on, whatever you're thinking about, 
start here mm -hmm. and we can help you get to where you want to be. Um, we have staff, we have 28 locations, we have deep collections, we have technology, and we have a robust budget. So those are all strategic assets that we want to align to meet the most pressing needs in our community. And I definitely want to hear from Christy as well. I mean, what do you Very think cool. the future holds? I think it's all about partnerships and co-creation mm -hmm. with our community to give mm -hmm. them experiences that they want to to have that they maybe can't have in their schools and other places. Like we're that place that we can mm -hmm. make this happen. Mm -hmm. We have tremendous partnerships. So I'm excited to see like who else we're going to partner to hear directly from them. So. I'm deeply committed. <laughs> I think about the partnership you had with MoMA a couple of years back where they brought the models around, take part, mm -hmm. and it was such a cool way to like see the library in a new way. And the fact that it was a, an opportunity to visit different branches too mm -hmm. was just so, so cool. I mean, how often does like the city's premier art institution and the city's library get together? Like what's what's next for you in terms of that type of uh, that type of work? Ooh, that's a great question. I know that we're in constant, you know, because of that collaboration with MoMA and the public knowledge physical space that we had for two years inside MoMA, um, we continue to partner. So mm -hmm. we're talking about bringing our Summer Stride artists, our largest campaign. We commissioned original art. This year is K-Fi Steel. Um, and so we're already talking about she's going to be at their Free Family Day, one of their biggest events that happens for families in the Bay Area. So these... This collaboration continues. I love it. Yeah. Can't wait. Um, anyone else that you'd like in an ideal world love to partner with? Like who's who's on the wish list? Yeah, who's a dream a dream collaboration? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That's such a big question. <laughs> I feel like I feel like so many of our dreams have come true. Like yeah. we do free shuttles from branch libraries to local national parks. Really? to like Alcatraz, Near Woods, that. Presidio Tunnel Tops. We've been doing it consistently for six years. We did virtual field trips during the wow. pandemic. Um, this, so. is, this is such is a hub. blowing your mind? Yeah, it <laughs> is blowing our minds, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. It's such a hub for so many different ways, again, to get involved in your community, and it's not so transactional anymore. It's so much more than that. What what a wonderful thing! I feel like I'm learning all about. The, I'm seeing the library in, in totally new ways, and I was already a big library stand. I know. <laughs> um, you, you talked earlier about how like originally the library was a transactional place, and what mm -hmm. you're talking about with the shuttles is so much more dynamic. Like, mm -hmm. is that sort of. difficult to do? I imagine like getting a bus in the library budget to do a <laughs> shuttle is not like your typical line item. <laughs> it's all about alignment. Yeah. Our Parks and libraries, for example, we share an audience mm. of like mm -hmm. avid parks and libraries users. And we also have a population that are unserved or untapped that haven't had that positive experience or maybe have a barrier of transportation from getting mm -hmm. to like Viz Valley to the Presidio Tunnel Tops or into yeah. Alcatraz. So we can help facilitate that by just providing space. I love that. Wonderful. And they provide the shuttles. Thank you, Golden Gate Parks Conservancy. <laughs> <laughs> our partners are tremendous and are equally committed to serving our community. Mm -hmm. So when that lines up, magic happens. Oh, I love Such it. Such a great partnership. Yeah. Uh, as you're thinking about moving around San Francisco or the Bay Area, are there any other libraries that you're particularly, like here we are, we're in the main branch. Um, are there any other libraries around San Francisco that you just love spending a little bit of time in or that you draw inspiration from or that you otherwise think provide a unique vantage point into what creating that community can look like? Well, 
We have 28 libraries, and we love all of our children. But uh, <laughs> I must say, Bernal Heights branch is a special branch. It's a Works Progress Administration mm. uh, neighborhood library. That is such a cool neighborhood anyway. But the library is so beautiful and inspirational. The architecture, there's a mu mural on the outside. But as soon as you walk in the doors, there's this just ornate, beautiful reading room. The children's room is magical. There's a playground right next door. Uh, I was just in Visitation Valley this past weekend. There was a District 10 uh, joint celebration of Lunar New Year and Black History Month. And Visitation Valley also has one of the most beautiful libraries. That's actually a, a new library, new construction, uh, but it has public art inside of it. Uh, we just had this Explorer map, which is still available to invite residents to visit all 28 of their library Love locations. <laughs> and just the incredible architecture alone is magical. We have yeah. seven Carnegie libraries. The Park Branch is the oldest library. That was built oh. in 1909. Oh. Huh. But uh, the industrialist Andrew Carnegie funded the construction of seven libraries in San Francisco. And then you get into the Works Progress Administration Vintage uh, like the Anza Branch, Bernal Heights, and then we have some mid-century moderns like uh, Merced and Western Edition, and then some of our newer construction from the Branch Library Improvement Program, which ran from 05 to 2014. Of course, this beautiful, magnificent flagship main library that is uh, aging well. It opened in 1996. So um, we have such an embarrassment of riches in San Francisco. <laughs> totally. The third most libraries per square mile mm -hmm. of any uh, municipality in the country. Whoa. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah. Where can I check out the branch library architectural tour. Yeah, that sounds like a great one. I'll I sign love to you see up. that on bikes. Yeah. <laughs> like a biking tour of the library. I just want to put a plug into Portola branch. There's always something happening happening there. There's, yeah. I mean, it's kind of tiny, but it is so full of love and community and innovation. The way their whole team works with their community, it's just like a hug every time you go in there. We uh, we spoke with Nicole. Uh, yes. From, we from down there love years Nicole. Ago, and oh, yes. her conversation and sharing with us about the seed library right that oh. still sticks with me <laughs> yeah. i love that yeah nicole's a gem yeah. yes yes i'm gonna pass the mic sorry kind of sweaty mic. Yeah, come on in yeah, come on Join this is wonderful. thank you so much yeah yeah i got uh, rsvp'd and, and I want to give wait. a shout out here to Marcel Gamino Murphy. Uh, Christy was talking about partnerships earlier, and that really is in our DNA. Mm -hmm. And you asked about dream partnerships. I feel like we have some dream partnerships with our city and county family. Um, just this past week, last Wednesday, we had a different celebration of uh, a joint celebration of Lunar New Year and Black History Month. And we had the Human Rights Commission partner with the library, the Asia, Asian Pacific American Heritage Foundation of San Francisco. And we had uh, this program called Drum Beats, Heart Beats, Communities as One. And we had incredible musical performances, jazz, rap. Uh, it was culminated with this Filipina rapper, Ruby Ibarra. Yeah. And 
and it, it was phenomenal. Mayor Breed was here, former Mayor uh, Willie Brown, and Marcielle, she deserves lots Aww. of credit. There were so many moving parts, nice. <laughs> and she just brought it all together. So thank you, Marcielle. Thank you, Michael. I'm just here for a good time. I mean, <laughs> honestly, I, I really am. Um, I mean, working for the library, I mean, best job ever. And I've been with the city for... Gosh, almost 20 years. But it, I love that you're also a second generation library. Oh, yes. We are a big library family. My mom was with the system for 30 years. My Excellent. aunt, 30 years. We have family. So we're getting like, no nepotism. Yeah. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, we used to call it the uh, Gamino dynasty because <laughs> there were so many. And then my sister's down in Santa Barbara and she's in a bookstore. She runs a whole bookstore so for UC. So, you know, it's in our DNA. I love that. Were you like kind of bragging after the event this last week? Like, look what I did, Mom. Well, I always brag, yeah. and um, <laughs> I mean, I I will float my own boat every day yeah. because this this institution is so amazing. Like, it's so powerful. I mean, where do you go where you can not only check out books, but you could see a live uh, jazz duo with you know Howard Wiley and John Jang on the piano or Ruby Ibarra. In the library. I yeah. mean, it's like, it's like, this is incredible. And now we have Night of Ideas coming up. I mean, yeah. and, and just so everybody knows, we don't read all day <laughs> at the library. Everybody always says that, like, oh, you must read a lot of books. No. <laughs> we don't have time to read books. Yeah, you seem books. so busy yeah. with all these initiatives that you're yeah. describing. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's amazing that the library can do so much. And I, I just want to tell people, like, come on out. It's not just about, we can get you going, like Michael said. You can start here like mm -hmm. we have the bridge we have which you know offers a ton of resources we have re-entry programs mm -hmm. you know we have project read there's so many things small businesses so i just want to put a plug out that if you're looking for something come stop on by oh and i got a plug michael better have said that all the branches are his favorite but my, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite is ortega out oh. in the sunset, it's got a living, roo a live roof, mm -hmm. um, and then it has this gorgeous back patio that overlooks the ocean. And I did not know it's that. just, yeah, oh, 39th and Ortega. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was an original, Christy would be so proud. Um, we call it Summer, Stri Summer Stride now, but it used to be called uh, Summer Reading, and mm -hmm. they would have volunteers, and they were called Kid Power. Hmm. And I was a kid. Kid Power Volunteer about 30, 30 years ago. You know, I started at the library when I was 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so say child labor is a bad thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make an exception for the library. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, thanks for having me, guys. Oh, thanks oh, for joining yeah. us. I mean, yeah. thanks for all that you've done for the city and county of San Francisco and building community that's, again, so much more than just coming in and checking out a book. It's connecting to the places that we uh, spend time in and meeting new friends and having new experiences and culturally opening up our eyes and our minds to new ideas. So thank you. Oh, thank you. For real. And thanks for giving me a little bit of FOMO for missing Ruby Ibarra. So. Oh, my God. I got her number. <gasps> oh, I think we wow. recorded it, too. So there a lot of the go. things that we do, we record and put on our YouTube channel. So oh. you don't yeah, have you to have FOMO. You Mike, can... can I tell you my favorite video on the YouTube channel for the library? Which one? Do they tell. are the promos from when Robin Williams in 1996. Oh, you going deep. He's <laughs> doing a public library saying, come on down here. And he does a suite of them, like maybe five of them. And uh, they're, it's they're just so good. So good. Now know. they're going to like blow up. Everybody's going to start looking them up. Oh, I post you. them on Twitter. I didn't even know we had yeah. Oh, you should definitely. Oh, they're awesome. really, really, yeah. They're, they're really fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, we got some good stuff out here. And I do want to say one of the cool things about working with the library and just being a city employee is that, you know, you are activated as a disaster service worker. And the cool thing, I always brag, I'm like, the library saved the city. (laughs) But, you know, we were closed for so long and I was an activated disaster worker for 19 months. Mm -hmm. And people were like, what is a library worker doing working with the Department of Public Health? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, the, and it's just like, it showed how versatile library workers' skills were. I mean, yeah. we could triage phone calls. We could translate. We could, you know, create policy. Uh, Kate was phenomenal in doing what she did. And we all were dying to get back to the library, you know, and do what we do. But we were able to showcase our other skills. And mm-hmm. that's where I think it was like it built build it community amongst city departments. Oh. And we go from there. We remember each other like, you know, like, hey, we worked together during COVID, you know, and it's it's like, let's do something. That's so amazing, especially in a time where it feels like uh, we hear so much about the city being siloed. Um, and you're like, no, 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 we came together and it yeah. worked. Oh, uh, yeah. And no. she's absolutely right. I mean, it really did um, affirm our relationships with our colleagues across city departments. And that continues to today, especially, you know, I'm the director of communications here at the library. And among the communications core, you know, we are always reaching out to each other to cross promote or help Mm -hmm. each other. And it's a beautiful silver lining that came out of that very difficult time. I love it. What's a department that you're like very excited to work with going forward? Oh, I mean, we work with everyone. I mean, we're sort of... um, you know, we're, I mean, really the library is anything you put into it. It's it's everything to everyone, as I like to say. And so our work intersects with the Department of Public Health, the Department of the Environment. I just sent an email to a colleague there who wants to promote our Climate Action Month programs um, in April. We're going to distribute some of their bookmarks that help people live more sustainable lives. So it's that type of thing. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's so good. Yeah, we work with the Human Rights Commission. They do a lot of great work. I feel like we're we're almost like siblings with them because they'll do a mm. program and then they're like, we should do it at the library. And I'm like, let me get in there. Yeah. Let me help you guys. I'll organize. So it, it's really a cool thing. And like Kate said, it was a silver lining. We got to see, you know, we, we missed working for the library, but we got to meet such incredible city agency partners and that's really developed. And now you can see there's a lot more programming like the Heartbeat Strum Beats that was with the Human Rights Commission. Mm-hmm. So it's just cool to like, we're all coming together it's like this this cool city family I love that uh, in a time where like you hear about so much that's going wrong it feels like everything's going right mm-hmm. at the library you're just like moving into like another great season ahead yeah we're the bomb Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean I'm gonna leave because I'll just keep floating my I'm floating no, the I, library's this boat this is a show it. for being a homer and you are you're hitting yeah. all the notes <laughs> I'm like come on by we're amazing well, we alright thanks guys Thank I gotta you. go thanks, I gotta go yeah. boss people around bye it's true she's the real boss well done. So Thank good. You. Oh, goodness. Here, I'll take that one back. Okay, yeah. Here, you take that one, swap All that right, one. All right, do, do a little mic swap yeah, yeah, here. Like there we are. Do, get a little more book sounds. Yeah, you got to get some book sounds. Yeah. I brought you some swag, too. <gasps> this is what? the Explorer map. I mean, maybe we can get oh, some audio cool. of it moving wow. out. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm going to take I, a picture of it, too. I hear it. Yeah. I'll take it with you. You don't Great. have to just take a picture. Well, uh, you know, you, you want the listeners to be able to, to see it, too. But it's just so joyful, um, you know, and we've had a lot of people 
um, get out on their bikes or take public transportation to visit all yeah. of our location. You collect a sticker. Um, so like a, it's like a scavenger hunt. Mm-hmm. And we have fun facts about the system. I know Michael shared a few of them already. Um, but it's just, we really did this to invite people to fall in love again not just with the library um, but also with the city we have a website that corresponds to the explorer map that promotes local businesses you know again we as part of the city family we it's incumbent upon us to support other citywide initiatives so economic recovery Mm -hmm. is a really big one for us Mm -hmm. and so we asked library staff to share their favorite local businesses around their branches like where do they get lunch and so we compiled a list which you can access on our website so that you know you are really exploring uh, these you know little gems of the neighborhoods that we have throughout the city this is fantastic i love that you can check out not only books but like lunch recommendations sandwich recommendation too this is great i feel like uh did something like this exist um i so somebody who listens to the program that mc we refer to as san francisco's future poet laureate for his poetry reading around san francisco and now he drives a muni bus as well mm. i think he brought his kids to each branch a couple years ago and tweeted about it along their stops and one of the things that they discovered was like all of the wonderful you mentioned architecture earlier they talked about sort of the vibes of the libraries and things like that um, and this this uh, I'll call it a map with opportunities to put stickers on it is no different as there's art on every square inch of this map of San Francisco um, who did you collaborate with to to make this map is this is this homegrown it is we had um, she's moved on now but her name is Michelle McNeil and now she works for the Human Rights Commission um, but she illustrated this map and this is sort of I would say her signature style insofar as very playful and idiosyncratic and um, it represents um, all of the different cultures and uh, I would say um, icons of the city and um, Mm -hmm. she also designed the wrap for our bookmobile which is just delightful Um, so yeah this was an in-house job so good I love it so good. And I had no idea about the ocean view at the Ortega Branch Library. I thought the Potrero Library had the best view, but yeah. <laughs> maybe I stand corrected. Oh, yeah, that's that's tough. That's a tough competition. I just want to note, too, that um, one of the features of this map is that all of the icons um, that indicate, you know, for the stickers uh-huh. are all derived from little Easter eggs that are either embedded in the architecture of each branch or there's just something so that's just another layer there's so many layers to the public library <laughs> yeah, so that's, many layers. Like, that's the thing it's the biggest wanted. onion <laughs> it really is um, I'm, I use a question I like to ask is like um, that I feel like you, there's there's very few things you don't do as a public library, but what's an area that you if you know there's no there's no limits there's no bureaucracy there's no there's nothing standing in your way from achieving a big audacious goal. What's something big that you would love to do with a library that maybe isn't totally feasible, but still is in the direction of uh, creating more community around San Francisco? I'm gonna let our city librarian answer that question. <laughs> well. We want to certainly increase access and optimize all of the resources we have. So I would love to have 
all of our libraries open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, I don't know how we would do that or get there, but just a little glimpse of the future. We just installed an automated book kiosk on Treasure Island. This is uh, an isolated community in San Francisco. They don't have ease of access to a physical library location. So this is an example of an effective use of technology. Mm -hmm. So we have this uh, lovely kiosk. It's like a refrigerator for books. You can peer inside (laughs) as you make your selection, scan your library card, uh, open the door, pull out the latest and greatest bestseller or cookbook or children's book, and then shut the door. Uh, you can also return your books, and this this machine automatically knows what has been taken out and what has been put back in. So, you know, we're always thinking about how can we extend the reach and access of our library resources. So that's something that we're always thinking about. 24-hour library access is definitely in that realm of like, <laughs> maybe it isn't the most feasible, but it's a fantastic idea. That's so good. Thank you. And this... Saturday, we'll keep. Yeah, yes. that idea is Night coming of back ideas. strong this year. Yes. Yeah, talk to us. Well, the last time I was on the show was in February 2020. Or no, it must have been late January 2020. I think so, yeah. Yeah, because I think the Night of Ideas was like the 2nd of February. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, talking about the Night of Ideas with the mm-hmm. Consul General at the mm-hmm. time for France. Mm-hmm. And um, just to remind you that the Night of Ideas is a is an initiative that is led by the French government. I like to say it's like their soft power big move, you know, and, um, <laughs> and they um, organize uh, uh, celebrations in, I think there's over 22 cities this year. Cool. Um, they, they used to happen concurrently, but I think with the pandemic, now they're a little bit more spread out. But they um, are a confluence of thinkers, artists, mm-hmm. authors, you know, scientists and they happen in for free and in public spaces and they generally um, are a marathon so um, this year our event goes from 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. as Michael said nice. and um, every year the French pick a theme and this theme that this year's theme is more exclamation mark um, and these themes are very um, they're very, they're like kind of everything but the kitchen sink kind of themes. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can put whatever you want into them. Yeah. So San Francisco always has a unique twist on the theme, mm. um, you know, because it's really important for us that we curate something that uh, speaks to our local audience. So um, this theme more um, is we've kind of interpreted it in a number of different ways. Like, well, what does it mean to have more? Is more enough? Um, and each floor of the library has a theme. So we have more joy, more abundance, more justice, more connection. And, um, you know, within those themes, we have panels. I'm opening the, the very large program. Love it. Yeah. Radio sounds. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. um, we have panels that roughly correspond to that theme. But again, like, it's an incredibly broad program in terms of topics um, so yeah it's it's the all seven levels of the library and this is a 350,000 square foot building are programmed um, so wow. there are things that are scheduled and things that'll experiences that'll be more pop-up Ooh. <laughs> seven floors six hours what's something you're circling on this on yeah, your own personal yeah. one where are you where are you who are you trying to go see and learn oh from? My, there's really so many great things um, and I wish you know when you work it you don't actually 
always see it. Uh, but <laughs> sure. I, I am happy this year. I did curate two panels, which I'm happy to plug. But and then I'll kind of go over other things that I'm really excited about. <laughs> um, but one is. Um, called More Health Justice. Mm. And this was um, because Marcial talked about our time um, as you know being deployed during COVID and I was the uh, acting director of communications of the Department of Public Health for four months um, during the vaccine rollout. Wow. Very special. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I met a remarkable remarkable woman named Sella Ford who is um, a nurse and she works for the Department of Public Health and she um, is part of their equity initiative arm and she did a lot of incredible work coordinating with local CBOs. Part of San Francisco's, San Francisco's success has to do with the fact that we very early on engaged with community-based organizations to push out factual information about COVID mm. and eventually the vaccines. And so working with um, the Latino Task Force, the Mission Economic Development Agency, um, and other really grassroots organizations. And she really helped coordinate a lot of that work. And so this panel is about that intersection of cultural health and traditional health traditions and how they intersect with Western medicine mm. and how you communicate to communities um, in a culturally responsive way and how you, um, yeah, basically that sort of that tension or, you know, or the possibilities in, in, you know, in a situation where you're trying to get information out and trying to save lives. So um, I hope that when people come to this panel, they'll think of Western medicine and sort of institutional medicine in a different way and um, be a little bit more open to alternative Roots to um, getting people the help that they need. So that's one. That's and then the second panel. one I curated, which I'm actually very excited about, is about psychedelic therapy. Ooh. And because I know that's very much in the zeitgeist. And um, so it's four practitioners um, or four experts in the field, um, you know, from a variety of backgrounds. We have a rabbi who does this type of work, um, really talking about um, psychedelic therapy, but also looking at it in terms of a spiritual practice. You know, these psychedelics were used by indigenous cultures for spiritual um, ritual um, and other uses, and now they're kind of being deployed and, and they're kind of being, again, kind of squeezed into this sort of Western type of um, therapeutic medicine and so looking at those tensions and you know there, there's going to be a, yeah just a, all about that field and the benefits and things like that do you have any things that you're excited about i am super excited about this program i want to give a shout out to two of my fellow department heads assessor recorder joaquin torres will be uh speaking at 9 30. we also have the mayor's office of transgender initiatives pal crago the department head uh, they're going to participate on a panel. But the one that I want to plug is about the future of the library. Mm. So we're going to mm -hmm. take over our amazing fifth floor reading room in our magazines and periodicals area. And we have the industry leading consultant in the library space, Margaret Sullivan cool. of Margaret Sullivan Studios. And she's going to have a very engaging, interactive salon where people can design their ideal library of the future. And I want to say there's some kind of musical it's component. It's the Bay Area Theater Cipher. Okay. Um, are you familiar with them? No. Oh, yeah. So they're, uh, they're an incredible incredible 
um, hip hop performance artists group. They are also incredible actors. I've seen them in a number of plays. One of them um, is in the Alphabet Rockers and he just won a Grammy. And so they are going to be interpreting these exercises and every 15 minutes they're going to do a freestyle. This is... This is blowing my mind. <laughs> 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 that, that was my idea too. So I'm really sorry. Like, I'm going to be in my other panels and I'm going to miss that on one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I think uh, they're oh incredible and they're going to do other pop-up performances throughout the night. Um, Excellent. Yeah. Wow. I feel like when I came to the night of ideas, it was like slightly overwhelming at first. You're not used to this many people in the library this right? late. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. And so what's the like recommended uh, game plan for folks? Do I come in and get a drink first? Do I go straight to my first panel and get a drink later? Do I start at the top and go to the bottom? Like, right. what yeah. do you well, recommend? I'm a little bit hesitant to give you a game plan in okay. case everyone copies the game yeah. plan okay, because fair, we're going to have a crowd control situation. <laughs> but what I would say is that the program, this entire paper program that I'm showing you right now mm -hmm. is on our website. And I recommend just going, reading through it, mm -hmm. mapping out your night mm -hmm. um, because really things kick off at eight. Yeah. So you may want to just come in, either get your drink or catch part of something and head to one of your panels to get a good spot. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's what I would do. I, I would study the program and, and yeah, go ahead. Michael, what do you think? I also want to plug the lounge that the Friends and Foundation of the San Francisco Public Library is going to set up here on the sixth floor. Is that right? Hmm. Yeah. So six if you want to come get your cocktail, hang out with cool people, that's going to be a really nice spot too. Nice, the lounge. Is that going to be in the History Center or somewhere else on the sixth floor? Is it the Skylight Gallery? Uh, no, it's going to be on the sixth floor, but they're the part of the lounge because the sixth floor and the fifth floor are, kind of, are connected by this yeah. beautiful art staircase mm -hmm. that after the Bay Area Theater Cipher Interactive Library of the Future, there's going to be a DJ. So mm. this fifth and sixth floor are going to kind of turn into the club. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I was going to ask where the where the library staff with the after party yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> after yeah. 1 a.m. when this is all done. Yeah. It sounds like that's where it is. That's, that's what we, yes, a lot of, it was mostly staffed dancing <laughs> at, the, at the end of the last one. Yeah. You gotta get staff dancing first to give everyone else the permission to dance. So I think that's the right approach there. Yeah. Exactly. Um, uh, Michael, what else for you is like uh, sticking out that you're excited about? Uh, the night of ideas. Or in general, you know. I am just so excited to bring joy and delight back into the lives of our library patrons after... Mm -hmm. You know, all that we've been through, our city, our staff, we're getting back to what we do best, mm -hmm. which is just bring community together and create impactful, transformative experiences that you cannot get anywhere else. I love it. Yeah. This night of ideas does not seem like something you're getting at many other libraries. I mean, granted, it's happening at other libraries, but this specific Ours interpretation of more uh, <laughs> seems like a lot more. Nobody does it like San Francisco. <laughs> That's very true. Very, very true. Um, I, I, you mentioned there are 28 different branches around San Francisco. Another sort of wild question for you. If you could put a branch anywhere in San Francisco, mm. are you going to have like the Far West Farallons branch? <laughs> Maybe one that's floating in the bay? Like in your mind's eye, where do you put another branch if you get, oh to, my if goodness. You get to select the location for that 29th? Have a politically yeah, that's uh, a, that's uh, a, that's a, a question, okay, well. but um, I would just say 
naturally as library workers we would love nothing more than to have a neighborhood library on every street corner but again as i mentioned at the top we have the third most libraries already per square mile Mm -hmm. of any municipality in the country um you know we're, we're thinking about the future and population growth you know 10 20 years out and what the city may look like in 2040 and how we're gonna meet those needs uh treasure island as we mentioned Mm -hmm. there's development that's going to be happening there over the next decade and more density coming in there the southeast corridor so we are thinking about the future uh, but for now we we definitely want to optimize what we have love it love it excellent uh, what does optimization look like? You've already touched on so many great things that you're doing. Like, what else could you possibly do to well, optimize this? I mean, bit? I would like every resident in San Francisco to have a library card. Definitely, and, yeah. um, you know, we're not there yet, but maybe if everyone listening here <laughs> can get their card or tell someone to get a card. So, I mean, I feel like that is what optimization looks like like when you're born you get a library card Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and in order to get a library card you have to come down to one of your neighborhood branches is that correct and and what what does one need to do in order to get a library card you can start the process online you know enter your information but certainly coming into a neighborhood branch that's going to activate your accounts for full access Mm -hmm. so typically people present their um their identification and and staff enters their information into our patron database. But I I agree wholeheartedly with uh, Kate. Currently we have approximately a quarter of a million people in San Francisco that actively use their library card on a regular basis, whether it's to check out a book, log onto a computer, you know, take advantage of our free printing and scanning services. You know, there's certain library activities that are touch points that, um, you know, our patron database can log that activity. But we would love nothing more, as as Kate said, to have all of our residents signed up and using their library accounts. We have such incredible resources, whether it's our collections, e-learning platforms, you know, with your library account, you can get free access to LinkedIn Learning, you can... Which is free one-on-one tutoring. That's right. For your free one-on-one tutoring with a human. The library does so much, San Francisco. (laughs) Get to the library. You can get an accredited high school diploma as well. I mean, some people that may have um, not graduated from high school, that's another service that we offer at the public library. There's just so many resources here. The library does it all. I, <laughs> I just, I, I, you know, we were saying earlier, oh, I always learned something new about, I learned like yeah. 30 new things about the library Everything today. to everyone. I, oh, so good. I really love Scott, but I'm coming here to do my taxes. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we do have some tax help too. Yeah. Uh, I am not <laughs> checking out a book later today about that. Yeah. Um, what's like, what's a thing that you see another library doing say like what's the one thing that you can't check out here that someone else has figured out is there anything that's on the ambitious scale that you is is on the horizon you know what it, it's the other way around everybody mm. pays attention to what we do mm. in no, san francisco so public good. library we're the premier urban library in the country and something that i'm really excited about we're partnering with the san francisco financial justice project out of the treasure and tax collector's office and also the sheriff. 
And so we are partnering with them to make sure that there are free tablet devices in our jails. Mm -hmm. And we want to provide access to the library's collections to all of our justice-involved community. Uh, we have a jail and reentry services embedded in our jails, and we're providing information assistance. But this is a game changer because most municipalities, they monetize this service. They actually charge the justice-involved population to get access to books or magazines and media. And we're doing it in San Francisco for free. And so that's just another example of how we're innovating and really setting the pace for our industry. The premier urban library. It's so true. It's so I'd good. Like beyond a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Totally. I, I just want to add to that because I think this is a really important point and something that I learned when I worked here is that our jail um, services team, who are phenomenal, you know, when you, you hear us say that we're giving tablets to people who are incarcerated, but... And you think, you know, why should they get that if they've done something wrong? And, you know, it's it's important to remember that not everyone who is serving time has been found guilty of a crime. They might mm -hmm. just be waiting for a trial. So I think that that just for me, that was a really profound sort of realization that, you know, you know, these are people who, you know, may be innocent. And mm -hmm. but regardless of that, you know, this year we had our one city, one book and the book was This is Ear Hustle. And it's all about oh. the carceral system. Yeah, yeah. And I highly recommend it. I mean, there is such humanity in our um, detention system. Um, and many of those people are victims themselves. And so it's important that we keep their humanity in in mind and, and and so the library is there again to fill that gap and to remind people that yes they are humans and they deserve access to information and sometimes it makes the difference between going back and staying out mm. doing so much <laughs> you're you tired of us <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's just again the, the library it just feels like um i'm sort of it's like an um, this amoeba where it takes a lot of different shapes and it extends in a lot of different directions very deeply and all of those directions touching the community of san francisco in such beautiful ways and being a pace setter for the rest of the u.s and, and and having a library that others come to and i'm sure there are other librarians from around the bay right now that are like so we're all carpooling tonight of ideas yeah. right <laughs> and and together down there. Um, and that's it's so exciting to know that we're pace setting in that area mm -hmm. uh, that's such a fantastic feeling so san francisco get on get on down to your local library come on down to the main branch watch the promos from robin williams in the 90s whatever it takes to get involved yeah so many ways do i need to get a ticket for night of ideas that yes, seems like the next you. thing to get people out to their yes, library i just want to say it's free 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 but we do want you to register you mm -hmm. can do it on our website you could do it at night of ideas dot org slash san dash san francisco mm -hmm. <laughs> um, uh, or you could do it on kqbd's website mm -hmm. but we ask people to register in advance um just so we can keep track of the numbers and also it just helps us keep you know yeah just register in advance please but all right it's free uh saturday 8 to 11 8 to 1 7 to 1 7 to 1 oh my god <laughs> that is a party right there it's like <laughs> go learn some things have a great time 
Eat some food. Yeah. Hey, go go do an after party. Well, I'm going to put the baby down. the baby down. Get your sitter. We were not, we're not going to have food, but I do want to say that like as part of this, we reached out to local businesses, namely the Assembly Cafe across the street in the Civic Center mm-hmm. and Chow Pascal, which is uh, like just a block away from the library. They're going to be open late with a special menu. So <sighs> awesome. get your nosh there. We'll have some snacks, but don't. you're not going to get a burrito. So yeah. <laughs> I love Chow Pascal, this Cuban restaurant amazing excellent again I want to learn like you're mentioning earlier where should uh, all the libraries and their locations and go and get a sticker and learn from the librarians what their sandwich spot is oh my god an extension of that Chap Pascal is where I'm going (laughs) well I tell you on the way in in the inner sunset because I live in the outer sunset I'm addicted to this place called Peasant's Pies I don't know if you've ever heard of them yeah I used to live by one in Noe Valley yeah Yeah. oh my goodness they have these little meat pies or you can get vegetarian or you know they have these little tarts Oh, amazing. It seems like the perfect vendor for a 24-hour library that's yeah. going to be in the cafe. Oh, next time. Next year. <laughs> awesome. Well, we're, we're coming to the end of the program. I uh, would love to give you the final word uh, to San Franciscans everywhere who are either looking to use their library card more, or maybe who don't have one, or who otherwise are looking to get involved with one of the numerous programs that you have that extend. So I'll give you the final word, and then we'll go out with some... Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll finish the program with the Robin Williams clips from 1996 for the last, last minute or so. But Do you want to tag team? on the last word? Sure, sure. Well, you know, we had a successful campaign last year. It was focused on economic recovery and the tagline was, we're here to get you there. So no matter where you are in your path of life, the library has something to get you to wherever you want to go, whatever that is to you. And I just want to end with gratitude. Thank you to the 82.58% of San Francisco voters that secure the future of our San Francisco public library system. We've been anchoring this community since 1879. We're one of the longest continuously running institutions in the city and county of San Francisco. So thank you. And the best way that you can support us moving forward is to patronize your local public library. We'd love to see you. Robin Williams for Family Day at the new San Francisco Maine Public Library. Hello, I'm Robert Williams. You know, I was trained at Juilliard. I was a classically trained actor. Shakespeare, to be, or what? You know what that's from, man? That's from like a book, man. Serious, really amazing books. And you know where there's a lot of great, great books, the main source? That's at the main library. Wow, coincidence, you be the judge. You know in the dictionary under redundant, it says see redundant. But you can find that out at the main library. They're having a grand opening, man. Wow, grand, like Sunday, 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 April 21st, be there. There'll be entertainment from around the world, authors, storytellers, special tours of the library, singing, dancing, theater, and free tasty treats for all the kids. Come on down, I'm not lying. Volumes! <laughs> Family Day at San Francisco's new main library is brought to you by these proud sponsors. Yo, 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 it's my main library. I'm Robin Williams. I'd like to ask you to pack up your family and come explore San Francisco's new main library. That's right, my main library. I'll be there Sunday, April 21st. Family Day at San Francisco's new main library is brought to you by these proud sponsors.
Hello, my friends. I'm Robin Williams, and I did a movie called Jumanji. That's right. It was also a book. Ha <laughs> ha! It was a book before it's a film. And if you want to find out what those other fabulous books, come on down to the main library, my main man. And Sunday, April 21st, we're having Family Day. And you know what? It's free! Ha ha ha! Absolutely free! You don't have to pay, do not! Family Day at San Francisco's new main library is brought to you by these proud sponsors. Come on down! Have a tour of the library! They'll be singing, dancing! Feed your face! Feed your mind! It's free! <gasps> free! As free as the wind blows! Hello, you're watching TV right now, but I'd like to ask you to do something different. Book. Friend. Many books. Family. Come on down and explore San Francisco's new main library. Grand opening celebration on Sunday, April 21st. Be there! How do we do it? Volumes! Many books. Wow, check it out. Many books. Family Day at San Francisco's new main library is brought to you by these proud sponsors.